Welcome. You're listening to The Aligned Self, conversations in creating a conscious and abundant life. This is Daniel DeNovi. I'll be your guide and host. Let's see just where we can take this. Hello, friend, and welcome back to The Conversation. Back in December, I interviewed a dozen spiritual teachers, healers, and psychics as part of my online summit, The Spiritual Adventure, A Gathering of Saints. Now, the first viewing of that occurred the last of December 2022. God, has it already been that long? (laughs) Well, there's an encore presentation this weekend, the first weekend in February, and that is February 3rd through the 6th. And that's free to sign up for and view over the weekend at yesdaniel.com. So in this episode of The Aligned Self, I'm repurposing one of the trainings that I presented inside the summit called Tuning In to Subtle Energy. Hello, friend. This is Daniel Danovi, and this video is about tuning in to subtle energy. I teach a lot of this in my intuition course, but I want to delineate that subtle energy is the nuance. It's the breeze. It's the just a sensation. It's not the gross energy, which that's all part of it. When you walk into a room, what's the overwhelming energy that's present? Is it anger? Is it joy? Is it discomfort? There is an energy to a room. There's an energy to a place. And we talk about that with Della Rose determining the energy of your place. But when we tune into subtle energy, realize it is a skill set. It's a skill that can be developed. I developed it. I was oblivious to a lot of things when I was younger, basically because I only had two ways of explaining how I felt. That was pretty good and okay. I never really felt bad. I never talked about feeling bad. That shifted after I was introduced to submodalities in NLP and Tuning into subtle energy made me more intuitive, made me a better communicator. I had greater emotional intelligence, made me a better lover, as far as I'm concerned. But uh, no, I got a lot of good feedback. (laughs) But I was able to tune in and be present to the subtle things going on. And you can do that all over the place. It works wonders for me with my clients. I can see things, feel things going on with them that they're not even present to. And it enhances psychic ability, enhances intuition. Majana said that the the one thing, if she was to say one thing you need to get connected with today to increase your intuition, and that's to become present to, to be able to s- distinguish subtle energy. So again, the other than conscious mind will be in the process of answering your most current question. And so your question will be, is, I wonder how I can develop my awareness of subtle energy to a greater degree. So now you have someplace to go. That question will start pulling you forward. You'll start becoming aware of different things. And I'm going to give you like a list of exercises that you can do to help build that skill set, build your awareness of those little distinctions. If you can get outside any place, even the mall, is you start just to, you want to be present in your environment. So where start looking at and becoming aware of different things you see. Just being present, that's a tree. 
that's a path, that's a fern, that's a leaf. And just name things. Don't make a judgment about it. Again, you want to be empty as a vessel. When you're, If you're in the mall, just take a look at the different people and just notice the interactions going by. Are they moving fast? Are they moving slow? What is the energy of the place? And just kind of, I can wonder if I could put a name to it. What is the energy of the space? Is it frenetic? Is it calm? Are people even tempered? Does anyone seem angry? And so you can do it. Asking these questions, you begin to attenuate or point your brain, point your mind to look and attenuate to different things. This brings in the reticular activating system. Remember about the tire? I don't know if you remember, but it the reticular activating system is that what you focus on, you begin to notice more in your environment. And so we start just to tune in, become aware. If I were aware, this is a great way to do it. If you say, I don't know how to interpret energy. I don't, like, I'm oblivious to all that. You ask the question, if I were, how might I go about it? What might I be present to? What might I be paying attention to? And so we sidestep that belief. We sidestep get around this this limiting belief that you have. You know, we're just playing with the imagination. If I were attuned to subtle energy, what might I be aware of? I'm curious. Curiosity draws in information. So we're in these spaces and we're just, I wonder what is the vibe of the place? I wonder what, what might that person be feeling? If I were to assess a feeling to that person, you don't know necessarily unless you ask them, but you can begin to tune into the energy that they're exuding, the energy of their, how they're carrying themselves. Are they in a hurry? Are they directed? Are they slow? Are they meandering? Are they oblivious? Are they in their head? Are they vacant? Is their mind somewhere else? Are they present in the situation? You can begin attenuating through questions to the different aspects of the energy that's going on in this space. I like to go out and in, in nature and close my eyes and start to listen for the different sounds, the subtle different sounds. I can hear the breeze and in which direction is it from? Is there an animal moving? What kind of animal? Is it on all fours? Is it a bird moving through? So I, I do I hear bird songs? So I start to attenuate to the different vibrations, the different energies in the place. And you want to be present in the situation. We want to be present to the energy, present to receiving, clear the channel, reduce the signal, open to receive. We want just to attenuate, to pay attention to the sounds. Another thing you can do is cover up your ears. Use uh, earplugs, headphones. Don't play music. You want silence. And then you just want to look at all the different colors, look at all the different shapes, all the different arrangements. You're just noticing. One of the things that I did when I was training myself for nonverbal communication is I would watch TV and I'd turn the sound down and I would look at the dynamic, the interchange between people and try and, and tune in to the energy that they were being present to, energy that they were exuding. I was looking for the nonverbal cues on how, 
I mean, I won't go into it here, but, you know, pore size, pupil dilation, eye movements, uh, muscle tension, muscle tonus, nostril flares, movement in the ears, movement in the shoulders. Uh, I looked at all this different stuff, attenuating, and I just, it was a skill set. I raised my awareness I, by creating new and finer distinctions. When I began working with energy, you know, you can rub your hands together to get your hands activated. And then you can pretend that you have an energy coursing between fingertips. And you can start to begin, you can begin to start feeling it as you move in forward. And as you feel it, just tune in and you can feel it on the tips of your fingers. And then you can draw it out until you feel the connection broken and bring it back in and reestablish the connection. This is one way to feel energy in your hands. Everyone has the ability to heal. Everyone has energy coursing through their hands. Um, So that's powerful. You can be, be aware of temperature, hot, cold. Is there a breeze? One of the things that I was first aware of when I began cutting my hair, shaving my head, is I could feel every breeze, every nuance of air current in the room. I'm less obvious, or it's um, I'm more oblivious to it now because it's too much information. But when I would first cut my hair, I, I was very aware of all the subtle air currents inside a room, and so you can begin: like, is there a breeze? Is there an air current? Is there what's going on? Is there any temperature variation in the room, in the outside? You just start paying attention. And by tuning in, it begins with a question. How can I be more aware? Now, here's something that I did. There was a a TV series on when I was a kid about a detective that was blind. And supposedly, you know, in being blind, your other senses uh, adapted and were amplified. And so what I did is I, I took some cotton balls put them over my eyes and then took an ACE bandage and wrapped them. Probably didn't need to go to that overkill, but I didn't want any light coming in. So then I began to listen to the, to the, to the room. And as you move your head, different furniture fixtures, different things in the room absorb sound differently. And so kind of like echo, um, like a bat, what do they call it? Echolocation you can begin tuning in to the dynamic of the room just by moving your head around. And then as you stand up, and you might have someone assist you with this. Uh, I actually read about how blind people begin to move about in the world, so I won't go into that now. But you want to make sure that you're protected. You kind of reach out. You can use a walking stick if you want and just know where your parameters are. But I often walk through the house pitch black at night and I just can hear different aspects. I can hear where the cat is. I can hear hear all these different dimensions because as you move through the room, as I move through the hall, it changes dimension. It's more expansive, less. And as I come close to something, you can feel the pressure coming in. So we're just attenuating. We're just beginning to pay attention, be mindful of all these subtle nuances that are going on in your environment. And they're happening 
all the time. So if you're not feeling it, give yourself permission to begin becoming aware of these subtle nuances. Even in, So whatever you're aware of, pat yourself on the back, reward approximately right behavior. And so you want to it, you know, give yourself praise. Daniel, you should be proud of yourself. You're beginning to notice things you didn't notice before. And so I would start doing this. Washing your hands. And you can use different temperatures in washing your hands. And as you soap up, like really, really, just don't do this, but really be present to the hand. And, and wash your hand as if you were a surgeon preparing for surgery. How would you wash your hand then? Be meticulous. And what you can feel the different feelings. One of the things that I did when I was... I, I was very not in touch with my feelings. So as I began expanding my feelings, expanding the different sensations, I went to a fabric store. I would feel all the different fabrics, feel the texture, feel the nuances between the different fabrics, what felt expensive, what felt cheap, what feeling was brought up when I felt the different fabric. I would do this in the clothing store when I was, you know, different, different clothing or articles of clothing had different textures of fabric. And so what feeling can I, I imagine it against my body? And so you start playing with the different scenarios. You're bringing it into your awareness through your focus. Subtle energy is not that hard. And once you start down this, this path, it's going to be open up a whole new arena, whole new world to you to where you can see someone on TV. You can actually pick up the vibrations that someone else is emanating across the state or across the country just by tuning into them because you've, you've honed the mechanism to such degree is sensitivity is so high and you want to make sure that you can turn it on and turn it off just based on your focus, focused on your awareness. If you're currently too wide open as an empath, you want to begin drawing a little boundary against you what, and asking the question, what is my energy? What is outside me? What is it? So you want to make that, create that distinction. What is in energy from within? What is energy without? What is them? Are they projecting it to me? And then you can put up a shield or put up, like, you have to be in the receiving mode in order to take on other people's energy. You have to be open to it. This is the big thing with empaths. My big thing, I guess, with empaths is that most of them don't take responsibility for you know, the energy you're taking on. When I had my Kundalini awakening when I was 28, what blew wide open is the psychic ability, the empathic ability to tune into other people. And frankly, it was overwhelming. I could hear your thoughts. I could feel the feelings. How degrading you are were are with yourself not you but other people and it's just about everyone has thoughts disgusting thoughts about themselves they put yourself down and cat just jumped up on my lap this is oh can't really see binks <laughs> but he's he's feeling my energy so well, well, that cat totally blew my focus. <laughs> I don't remember what I was talking about, but 
we'll just uh, we'll start talking about meditation. Meditation, just start to be focusing in on your breath. I don't know if you have a meditation practice, but meditation will amplify your ability to discern um, energy, especially in your own body, and can begin there. I'll I'll make available a free mindfulness meditation. It's a body scan where you'll go by body part by body part and tune in. What's the feeling there? What's the sensation? What's And just become present to it. And it begins by becoming present with your breath. Just focus on your breath, moving in, in and out of your body. And again, we're tuning into subtle distinctions, subtle energies in the body. Anne Hintz does this to a great degree. She's phenomenal. If you haven't listened to her, her, um, her talk, uh, I by all means suggest that you do that. But through mindfulness, we can become present to the different things going on in our body. Where do we feel tension? Where do we feel ease? Where do we feel warmth? Where does it feel cool? Um, where does it feel a little off? Can we, by focusing love, can we focus energy in that place? We breathe into it. Does it shift our feeling, shift our sensation? So there's a lot of different ways, things you can do in mindfulness uh, in the body as as opposed to being out in public or being out in the mall and being mindful of the dynamics going on present to what's going on. Mindfulness is just being present, mindful, full of mind, mindful of what's currently present going on. No regard to the past, no regard to the future, just calibrating to what's going on. So calibration is a is a key word. When we calibrate a machine, we set it to zero. We calibrate to a particular energy, a particular dynamic then we can discern whether it varies. We can become aware of when it does shift. So we're all we're creating distinctions in our mind. Now, when I do energy work, when I move through a person's energy field and smooth through it, it will feel like I'm, I'm running my fingers through silt or sometimes through water. I can feel it'll feel electrical sometimes, little sparkles. Sometimes it feels more intense, like a shock. Sometimes I'll get thought impressions as I'm moving across a person's energy field. So it's, it's ways of becoming distinct. And the hands are great sensors. So we can sense different articles too, different materials. I can feel the energy coming off this microphone. And you can feel the energy coming off your uh, phone. And as far as... Uh, I would suggest that you disconnect from your phone, like uh, unplug, because there's a lot of electromagnetic energy coming off your phone. If you have head, what do they call those, ear jacks or whatever, I don't use them because they're electromagnetic field, and I use the old-fashioned cable kind. And so I want to limit the amount of electromagnetic energy bombarding my system. This is why it's nice to get out into nature. It's why it's nice to get off into something serene. And then you just start tuning in to the different dynamics, tuning into the breeze, turning in to the birds, to tuning in, becoming aware of the nuances of your experience, the subtle little things going on. It's a dance of molecules. It's, a, it's an interplay of energy. And that's what you're tuning into. It's like a dance. Think about it in poetic terms. 
you can romance. A lot of people say this is a romantic environment. This is rom. So what does it call up? It, it's a sensual experience. It calls the emotion up. And again, romance is created. Romance is an interpretation. Romance, what is romantic to one person is not romantic to another. So it's interpreted. It's how and we interplay. We become very sensual in our experience. Sensuality, which is embracing the senses, engaging the senses. What do I see? What do I hear? What do I feel? What is that? What do I taste? Is there an aroma? Is there a fragrance? Take yourself to a wine tasting. If you don't know anything about wine, go and sample wines with a sommelier or where they have a wine tasting and have them describe the wine to you and then see if you can taste the subtle nuances in that particular wine. And with a little bit of practice, you can become a connoisseur of wine. You can taste the tannins, the oakiness, the the different flavors. I've done this with myself. I was I knew nothing. And just through practice, it's skill building, subtle energy. Tuning into subtle energy is skill building. It's becoming aware of the different distinctions in your environment. And it's once you do, your environment becomes, your experience of life becomes so much richer, so much more information filled. And you don't have to pay attention to everything. There's times I've given my other than conscious mind the signal, the instruction that when something is off, out of kilter, I'm made aware of it. I it, Okay, what's going on? I ask the question, what's going on? I get a sensation. We always get a sensation between the belly button and the throat. And so you'll get this sensation, like something's to, something, I'm supposed to pay attention to something here. What is it? And then I can tune in. But it, you don't have to be on, on, on all the time. You don't have to be focused or constantly paying attention, but your other than conscious mind is always working, always assessing the information, always paying attention. And so if you allow your other than conscious mind to make you aware of when there is something to pay attention to, it'll catch your attention. Then you can tune into it. Then you don't make a judgment about it. Just tune into it and it will beg a deeper question. Too many times we make, we tune into something, we make an assessment. Oh, that you're jealous or you're, you're lying or like, like, oh, there's something going on here. And so it begs a deeper question. It begs another layer of information. It begs something else. You're just aware that there's a shift in the energy, a shift in the dynamic. And so, like I said, it begs a deeper question, a deeper level of inquiry. The other aspects of subtle energy I'd like you to be aware of or become aware of is the feeling of expansion and contraction. Like contraction is tight, feels like there's a, a weight or it's heavy, oppressive. Expansion is breezy, open, receptive. And so there's a, there's these feelings of expansion, contraction as you move throughout your day. When you go to the restaurant and they're about to seat you, look at where they're about to seat you. Is that table luminous? Does it light up? Does it feel oppressive in that part of the... And go with it. Like if you don't really like the feeling, is it if it's not inspiring, ask, may we move to a different table? I don't really like this. And you don't even have to say why you don't like it. Just say, can you see this somewhere else? 
And then you can look around and find a seat, a table, a chair that is more luminous, more attractive. It just seems to be more attractive, pulling you forward, more magnetic. These are all dynamic, subtle energies that we're pulling into. And then, oh, I want to sit over there. And you go over it and then you see what the experience is like. Or you can go the opposite. You don't really like where they're sitting. You sit there anyways. And then you make an assessment afterwards. What was the energy of the meal? Was it satisfying? Was not so satisfying? Was it more disruptive? Was there someone near you or seated near you that was, you know, not, <laughs> not much fun to be around? And so this is a way we're tuning into our intuition, tuning into the subtle energy of the, of the space and the place. So is it expansive? Is it light and breezy? When you walk into a place, does it feel contra constrictive, contraction? Does it feel expansive? Does it feel light and breezy? The energy of people, how are they showing up? The body is a barometer. The body is a is a, a, a sensor. So you have 100,000 cells. Strike that. 100 trillion cells in your body. And then you have another 100 trillion cells in your microbiome, on your skin. They're good bacteria and, and parasites and all these different organisms that live in and around your body. So you have a couple trillion, couple hundred trillion cells in your body, and they predominantly think in one of two ways. They are either in defense or in growth, in fear or in love. So they're, so you want to think, you know, expansion, that's love. Contraction, that's fear. Your body can sense what energy is going on? Is it in? Is it more towards love, or is it more towards fear and protection, defense? Is it towards growth, openness, expansion? Any decision that you make, any any choice that you have to make about where to go or what to do, is it expansive? Is it feel like love? Does it feel like interest? Does it feel like attraction? Does it feel like boredom? Does it feel like struggle? Does it feel so what side of the, the pendulum are we on? And you be if you just did that, just focused on expansion and contraction, does it feel like a yes? Does it feel like a no? What does a yes feel like? My intuition course is one of the first things I teach. What is a yes? What's What does yes feel like? Yes. Yes. You say yes over and over and over again. What does it feel like? Where does it resonate? Where does you feel it in your body? And then say no. No. For me, no is much lower. It's lower in the belly. No. Yes is a little higher. And it actually involves part of the chest, part of the heart. And so you begin attenuate and, and distinguish what part of the body is it represented? How does it feel to have a yes? How does it feel to have a no? And it's just paying attention. Say it again. Yes. Yes. Okay. Wonderful. Marvelous. No. Less than amazing. I can't even say negative words sometimes. Terrible, horrible, devastating. Um, <laughs> no. So it's like, what's there? And again, actually, as I'm moving, I'm feeling the energy. As I begin moving my hands, I was actually focused in on feeling the energy of the space. I can feel the energy moving around in the in the room. And it's all skill level. It's just practice. So that's it. That's a way to begin tuning into subtle energy, expansion, contraction, yes, no, love, fear, 
It's not hate. Hate is frustrated. Hate is like a knot for me. Ambivalence. Don't care. That's the opposite of love. So it's remember, it's a skill. It's a muscle. The more you use it, the better it gets, the stronger it gets. And you get finer and finer distinctions. And I, I try and tune in and feel different things. And this is a form of intuition or psychic ability is um, <laughs> it's just escaped me. It just vaporized out of my head. So there's clairvoyance, there's clairaudience, there's clairsentient. There's, there's, it's a way of divining. That's called psychometry. Psychometry is when we we feel the energy of things. You can go to you can go to an antique store and feel the different energies. There, there's so many different ways to practice that you're only limited by your imagination. So, so if you get yourself to a point where you're feeling subtle energy fairly well, do what uh, I suggested with Amaryllis uh, when she talked about spiritual travel as a spiritual adventure. And it's putting yourself in a destination where you don't have an agenda. You have an entry point and an exit point. And in between, you allow your intuition, you allow the subtle energy of the situation moment by moment to determine where you're going to go, what you're going to do, where you're going to eat, what are you going to see, what do you feel a pull to, what do you feel repulsed by? This is all aspects of subtle energy. I took, I sent myself, I sent myself, took myself to Sedona. I flew into Nevada. Uh, to Las Vegas, I rented a car, I drove down into Arizona, and the whole time I'm paying attention to the subtle energy. I'm paying attention to the spirit animals, the the ravens, the the elk that I saw, the the fox. So I started paying attention, all the subtle signs, the subtle energy of the situation. And I I I drove into Flagstaff. I'll tell the whole story some other time, but it was an adventure. I was so connected to the earth. I was so connected to myself, so connected to my intuition. It was one of the most phenomenal trips I ever took. And I often do day trips that way. I'll get in the car and I'll take off, not knowing where I'm going to go. I'll get down to a stop sign and I'll ask, do I turn right? Do I turn left or do I straight? Do I turn around and go home? So I allow moment by moment to unfold based on the energy of the sense and the sensation that I'm getting in that moment remember that your body is a is a, a sensor huge sensor and so it can actually see beyond the immediate circumstances it can it can tap into all the different dynamics that are going on and you can avoid situations because how often have you put yourself in a situation knowing that what didn't feel quite right and it didn't turn out like you wanted it to in fact it was less than amazing was might have been terrible yet part of you knew part of you knew that you shouldn't have been there part of you knew that you should have went, turned around and gone home or gone left or or left earlier or see when you can listen to the whispers of intuition your life will unfold like magic that's the power of tuning into subtle energy Again, you can watch the video of this in The Gathering of Saints, a spiritual adventure this weekend, and it'll probably be available in the future. You can always go to yesdaniel.com and track it down, but it won't be free. And I actually had so much fun doing this summit. I'm going to do it again, probably again and again and again.
as well as exploring new topics, bringing in new teachers, just having as much fun with it as I can, and presenting to you as much as I can. Until next time, this is your friend and host, Daniel Danovi, urging you to follow your bliss. Live your life from inner signals. Be inner-directed as you engage in the epic adventure. (laughs) 